Okay, I'm going to ask some volunteers to read in a second. So um, think hard if you want to do that or not. Um, so last week, Abby talked about us being made new through Christ and how we are called to abandon our old self and our old ways. Um, and this week, I want us to read this passage while keeping this overall point in mind. Um, and that point is, in all circumstances, we as believers are called to walk with Christ in light, love, and wisdom. So that's my main point. So just keep that in your mind as we read. Um, so I'm going to have two volunteers go ahead and read uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 through 21. Um, do I have any volunteers that would like to read? Got one? Two. The sisters, always coming out for my sermons. Um, so I guess just read to about halfway, and then whenever you want to give it to your sister, give it to your sister. Therefore, in imitators of, sorry, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not be named among you, as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, or who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore not becoming partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the light is found in all that is good and right and true and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Um, wait, did you stop at 11? Okay. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but, in, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret, but when everything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best making the best of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. <laughs> But be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to the God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Christ Jesus, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Thank you, girls, for reading. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so to remind you guys of my point one more time, it's in all circumstances we as believers, are called to walk with Christ in light, love, and wisdom. It's right up there if you guys want to read it yourself. Um, so the first um, point I have is walk in love. Um, so we're called to love like the Father, love like the Son, and that's all made possible through the Spirit. Um, so I'm sure you guys have heard the phrase, like Father, like Son. Have you guys heard that? Okay, cool. Um, so now I'm not my dad's son, um, but I am his daughter, and we do have a lot of similarities, um, including how we both are very antsy. We have issues sitting still. Um, we have a mutual love of watching the Chiefs or college basketball, 
and we both love my dog more than anything in the world. Um, one thing that my dad, my brother, and I all have in common is that we mumble sometimes when we talk to people um, or trail off in thought. So like I'll be talking in a sentence and then I'll slowly start to go like that and then I start to mumble my words. It's really annoying. Um, and my mom um, drives my mom crazy because she speaks very clearly. Um, she's way smarter than the rest of us. So she's always like, what are you guys saying? And one of us usually has to translate for the other. And my dad's like, well, she obviously said this. Or I'll say, yeah, you didn't hear him? So like, it's almost like our own little language. But I'm sure you guys could all look at yourselves and think of a few like things, quirks, or hobbies that you inherit from your parents, right? Um, it's kind of like those Geico commercials, right? Where they're, is it Geico? Where they're um, saying like you're becoming more like parents and they like grunt and sit down on the chair progressive and then they're like all blue hair like things like that yeah so um, we all kind of have a little bit of that right um, but as Christians we have a perfect father and we're called to imitate his character um, in chapter four um, that we read last week it said you put on your new self the one created according to God's likeliness and righteousness and purity of the truth so what does it look like to love like the Father and to love like the Son? Well, I want to look real quick at something we read earlier this summer. Um, and as we've seen, Ephesians does a lot of comparing and contrasting of who we were before and after Christ. And you could see in verse 1, what we read today, said, Dearly loved children of God, as that's how he addresses us. And then if we look at chapter 2, to see who we were before Christ, it said that we were children of wrath. And we are dearly loved children of God because we're adopted into his family. Therefore, we have brothers and sisters in Christ that we're called to love as well. So everyone in this room, whether you guys have a lot in common, whether you guys have had a conversation or not, you're called to love the other person. Um, Christ's, Christ's forgiveness, his mercy, and his love for us should be that motive for us to do the same to others. And we will fail because we're sinful and far from perfect. So not only do we need Jesus as the perfect example to follow, but we also need Jesus's perfect grace that he gives us when we fall short. My second point is walk in light. And so what does it mean to walk in light? Now that's a um, kind of like a churchy term. Um, I feel like Ephesians has a lot of those. Erica kind of talked about that at Bible study. Like Ephesians does have like a lot of like terms that like you may like have heard in church, but not necessarily know what it means. Um, and so I found this quote that I think summarizes it way better than I ever could. And it said, when awakened Christians who were once in darkness, but are now light, shine the light of truth and righteousness in a dark world with their words and deeds, they make visible the shameful and secretive deeds of darkness. They also may be used to help those in darkness come to light themselves. And there's a lot of big words in that. So I'll let you guys read through that one more time yourself. Um, but if you like look at the words and think about it, like it's really good. <laughs> um, he has a good way of putting it. Um, so walking in light does mean doing all that's good, right, and true according to the word and walking in a way that's pleasing to the Lord. But it also means exposing darkness. Um, light exposes dangers and helps us not to stumble. Um, this summer, we've been playing a lot of hide-and-go-seek. Um, we already talked about that, like, literally 10 minutes ago. Um, and I feel like every summer I've been here, we've had, like, a game that we play. Like, my first year, I think we played a lot of Ultimate Frisbee, it seemed like. And then last year was, like, the summer nine square and summer hide-and-seek. Um, <laughs> so if you know anything about me, um, my phone is always dead. Um, so we'll be playing hide and go seeks and sardines or something of the sort, and my phone is completely dead. It's useless. Um, 
And so I'll be walking around in the dark, tripping on things, running into walls. Um, students will be popping out behind walls and scare me. Um, and I'm ultimately not being helpful whatsoever, right, without my flashlight. Um, so when we walk in the light, we can walk courageously and confidently ahead. Um, if I had a flashlight in one of those, some of those experiences, I wouldn't be as terrified. Um, and I probably would be a lot more um, confident about where I was going, um, that I wouldn't fall. So um, the reason we can walk in light um, with all the ickiness of our sin exposed is because we can walk in the truth that Jesus died on the cross and set us free from that sin. So we can walk in light knowing that our sin exists, knowing that our sin is real and it is there. Um, instead of hiding it in the darkness, pushing it away, pretending it doesn't exist, we bring that sin to light and then we walk in a way that's pleasing to the Lord. Got it? Okay. My third point is to walk in wisdom. Um, so when I think of wisdom, um, what, who do you think of when you think of someone who's wise? Like when you think of wisdom, what type of person do you think of? Yeah. Hayden, wow, okay. Okay, you got Hayden. Any other, when you think of wise people, yeah? Daniel, Daniel okay, <laughs> yeah? King Solomon. King Solomon, that's a good one, uh-huh. Adam. Adam. So you guys are all saying people that are quite a bit older than you. Um, I was a little bit more immature in the way I thought of wise. Um, I thought of someone that was old, um, someone that was quiet, um, Someone that speaks in inspirational sentences that don't make much sense, that so you really have to be like, I don't really know what they're saying, but I'm sure it's important. Um, they probably have a really long beard, like longer than Adam's, um, and it's gray. Um, so a sensei is kind of what I think of. Um, if anyone's seen Lego Ninjago, I think of like a sensei Wu or like um, the sensei from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the old turtle on Kung Fu Panda. Uh, the common denominator in all things is Kung Fu. <laughs> um, so when I think of wisdom, I think of Kung Fu champions. Um, <laughs> but my um, point is that we don't have to be old and wrinkly and have long beards to pray for and to pursue wisdom. Um, we should ask God for wisdom. Um, James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, and he gives generously to all without reproach, reproach and it will be given to him. So wisdom comes from God alone, um, not your kung fu experience. Um, so study his word. Grow with someone that's further along in their faith. Um, like you guys said, you guys said Hayden and Adam and um, Daniel. Um, those people are older than you and have, have been following God for longer. So that is a good thing, to follow those wise people in your life and walk with the wise. Um, I'm really guilty of ignoring the pursuit of wisdom because I feel young and inexperienced, but that shouldn't be the case because as we continue growing in our relationship with Christ, we should also be growing with wisdom, right? And so that's something that, like I said, we should be asking for in our prayers. Um, how often do you just say, Lord, give me wisdom? Like, I don't do that as much as I should. Um, and so in the scripture we just read, it mentions a few ways that we can walk in wisdom. Um, verse 17 says we should understand the will of the Lord. Um, understanding the will of the Lord, we could pray for that, ask God to, for us to understand his will. We can spend more time in our Bible. Um, verse 4 says understand the importance of our words. Um, our words carry a lot of weight. I'm sure you've heard that at assemblies at school and all that, or they're like, or the things where they hold up the paper and every time you say something bad, you crumble the paper a little bit more and they try to flatten it out and they're like, you can't get rid of what you said. Um, so 
words have a lot of weight, and um, it's important that we use them wisely. Um, if we are going around and we are gossiping or slandering or um, saying really terrible things, um, that's not what God has called us to do. He calls us to use our words importantly and lovingly and kindly. Um, we should also use our words, like verse 19 says, to worship him, um, whether that is vocal worship, singing, um, whether that is just um, the way we do our day-to-day activities. Um, and verse 20 says, give thanks to God. We could also do that with our words. Um, be thankful for what we have. Don't complain, don't groan, don't mumble. Um, and verse 16 says, make the most of our time. And I kind of want to camp out this point for a little bit. Um, and I want to spend time talking about this because I think it's so important, um, especially today. And we have talked a lot about like what it looks like to love like Christ and to follow Christ's example. Because um, Ephesians talks about that a lot. Um, but this little subpoint is really small, but like, we haven't really talked about it much this summer, but I feel like it's really relevant. Um, our responsibilities, our pressures, um, the people around us, um, things just pull us in so many different directions, and it makes us easy for us to lose an internal perspective. Um, I know as you guys start the school year, a lot of you guys are going to start getting really busy. Um, I look back in my life, um, I'm 21, and probably my busiest like time in life was like high school. Like, you guys go to school a really long time. Like, you don't realize that now, but you go to college, and you're like, how did I sit in school that long? Because I get done with school at, like, 11, and then I'm like, what do I do with all this time? But you guys go to school, then you go to sports, or you go to theater, or you go to clubs, and then you go do homework, and then you're driving, and then you're going to support your friends at those things, and you guys are constantly going. Um, and so... I know you guys all have different things. Like, I can look back and I can see some of you guys play volleyball. I know some of you guys do um, theater. I know some of you guys um, do debate. I know some of you guys work a lot. Um, and these things aren't bad by any means. They're gifts from God, and they're important. Um, and, but we should reflect how we are using these things to glorify God. Um, Moses prays in Psalm 90:12 um, to teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. And so... While I was reflecting this past week, while I was writing this sermon, um, I was really convicted. Um, I looked at my dreaded scream time. Has anyone done that? And then been like, oh my goodness. Um, that's kind of what I did this week, is I looked at my screen time, and I was genuinely shocked at all the time I spend on things that like ultimately don't matter at all. Like My screen time on TikTok was insane. Like That was so bad. <laughs> and I looked at it, and... Um, Immediately, I set a time restraint on my app, and that takes about like a week, and then you start saying, add 30 minutes, and ignoring it, because um, I've been through that cycle before. Um, and so, like, how often do I say, like, I don't have time to read my Bible, I don't have time to pray, I don't have time to check in on a friend that I know obviously needs help, um, but I spend hours on my phone, like, just wasting time away. Um, and, like, it's even to the point where, like, I feel weird standing here and being, like, don't waste your time on those electronics, because I'm, like, oh, my goodness, I do it so bad. Um, and so, like, even, like, older people in your life, like, interns, youth pastors, um, parents, like, we all have our things that we struggle with, and I don't want you to think that anytime someone comes up here, they do everything they preach perfectly. Um, I have a lot of flaws. I know um, all of us do, and so I don't want you guys ever thinking, like, oh, they have it all together, because we definitely don't. Like, I looked at this passage, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm so bad at this. Um, so, like, on the opposite side of that, like, how should we spend our time? Um, 
we should probably learn to prioritize our relationship with Christ. Um, and that can look like a number of different things, and we'll talk about that in our small groups. Um, but we should recognize um, what wastes our time. It's not easy to prick those out or um, limit them if we don't know what they are. So let's recognize, like, oh, I spend tons of time on this app, or I spend tons of time watching TV. Every time I get a free moment, I want to take a nap. I want to shut myself in my room and read. Like, what does that look like? Um, and so we should make sure to seize every opportunity to serve, walk in light, love, and wisdom. And so to conclude, I kind of want to look back on my main point one more time. And that is, in all circumstances, we as believers are called to walk with Christ in light, love, and wisdom. And as you all go into the school year and beyond, I encourage each of you to walk um, according to Christ in all situations. Um, it won't always be easy. Um, you will fumble. I will fumble. Um, but we're covered with the blood of Christ. And as a Christian, you have a great purpose. You're called not to be the same as those around you. Um, God doesn't promise an easy life for us here on earth, um, but he promises something far sweeter, and that's eternity with him. And so in those times next year when you're maybe feeling overwhelmed, um, abandoned, judged, ridiculed, um, I really encourage you guys to lean on God. Um, lean on your Christian community. I mean, if you just look around, like, you guys have some really great people here, um, whether you know it or not. Like, I know a lot of you pretty well. And I know you guys all have great hearts and I've just been able to see you grow. Um, some of you have seen grow for three years. Some of you I've seen grow for longer than three years. Like it has been so cool to see you guys, um, take your gifts that God has given you and transform them into something that glorifies him. And I'm so proud of each and every one of you. I'm not crying. Um, but I am just really proud of all of you. Um, you guys are also loved, and like I said, I'm glad I've gotten to watch you guys grow these last few years. And if it is your first year, year, like even just throughout the summer, like watching some of you guys like open up and like not be scared to answer a question in Bible study or um, include someone that's maybe new, like it's just been so awesome to see. And so you guys have taught me so much, and so I appreciate you guys a lot for that. So um, I'm gonna. Talk about the, I'm going to talk about the questions. I can't do the heart. There we go. Um, I'm going to talk about some questions, and then we'll pray and break into small groups. Um, so my first question is, is, what are some things that you're influenced by other than the Spirit? Um, that could be your friends. That could be school. That could be social media. That could be social pressures. That could be a list of anything. So that's one question. What are some things you're influenced by other than the Spirit? Um, and then number two is, how can you better use your time? Um, what do you waste your time with? Maybe it's YouTube. Maybe it's TikTok. Like I said, it could be a whole list of things. It could be a mix of tons of things. Um, but, like, I encourage you guys to reflect. It's not easy. Um, I know that, like, I was talking to my middle schoolers and, like, Paige and Erica, what they did is they set, um, like, screen time restrictions on their phones and gave each other the passwords so they just couldn't click or ignore and, like, some of you guys could think about that, and you're like, oh, that sounds terrible. And, like, that's the point. Um, but, like, another way, like, to better use your time, like, that includes a Sabbath. If you're not having a Sabbath, that could be a valuable way that you need to start, like, spending time with God, you know? For some of us, it looks like that. Maybe that looks like pursuing a Sabbath. Maybe that looks like learning what a Sabbath, Sabbath could be for you, what a Sabbath is. That is important as well. So that is not a waste of your time. That is a good way to use your time. So maybe that's what you need to look at. 
So there's kind of multiple ways you can go with that question. Um, and then my last question is, how do you plan to face times of difficulty this upcoming school year? So like I said, on those weeks that you have three tests and you are stressed out or a friend just stops talking to you or you don't make the team you want in one of your sports teams or you don't get first chair, um, what does that look like instead of running from that, hiding from it, um, being embarrassed by it? Like, what does it look like? Um, how do you plan to face that? Do you plan to, like, go in community, talk to someone about it? Do you plan on um, spending time in prayer? Do you maybe run from things? I was telling middle schoolers my main thing is, like, if I do really bad in an exam or something, like, my friends could tell because I go to my room and I shut my door and I watch, like, two movies and I'm, like just in there like I'm usually like a really bubbly person if you guys have been around me like I don't stop talking I like being around people but you can tell whenever I do poorly on something I hide and so maybe it looks like not hiding maybe it looks like being vulnerable and telling people that you're struggling um so there's a lot of things that you can look at but I'm gonna go ahead and pray for us and then we'll break into groups okay um God, I thank you for tonight, and I thank you for each one of these students. Um, I pray as they go into the school year that you give them the confidence that they need in order to um, walk in the light and walk in love and walk in wisdom, Lord. I pray that um, that as they get to this next year, um, even as the seniors leave, that the upcoming upperclassmen can take that leadership role and be good role models and be good examples um, for the younger high schoolers maybe coming in um, and the middle schoolers. Um, and I just pray, um, I just thank you so much for the summer and the opportunity I've had to um, create new relationships and build on old ones and just really get to see these um, guys and girls grow. Um, I know that they are beautifully and wonderfully made and they're a part of your creation and I'm just so thankful that um, you've crossed our paths, and that um, not only that I can be here talking to them, but Lord, they teach me so much um, in the way they follow you and love you. Um, so I pray that you bless our conversations that we have in D group and just keep us safe the rest of our night and keep um, nerves down, maybe if we're nervous about going back to school, Lord, that you give us a comfort um, and we can just be able to lean on you and lean on community. Amen.